Hey, it's Rose. Welcome to the bonus podcast for Flash Forward for the Good Night Night episode. Um, thanks for listening. <laughs> I hope you are all getting this episode okay. Um, I know that there were a few hiccups for people using certain podcast apps last week um, or two weeks ago, I guess. And uh, hopefully that's all ironed out. Um, like I mentioned in the last one, I'm using a new way to kind of get these out. I think everything should be good, but let me know if you have any problems. Obviously, if you are hearing this, you have figured it out, but I'm going to send a note out too to everybody to kind of make sure that everyone knows how to get it and um, is actually getting it. So hopefully that works. On today's bonus podcast, I'm going to talk about a couple of things that I didn't get into in the main episode, um, a few books that I've actually read about this topic and sort of more broadly about nighttime and sleeping and darkness, and just a couple of random things. This is actually kind of a short bonus episode um, because I didn't have to cut that much from the full episode. Um, okay, first... Before we really get into it, um, how are you all feeling? I hope that you're okay. Uh, personally, I have been sort of like up and down. Um, I saw this post going around that apparently is originally by somebody named Dan Sheehan, and it very accurately summed up sort of what my days have been like, so I'm just going to read it to you. Um, Dan writes, quote, The quarantine state of mind is having three solid days where you feel pretty well adjusted, followed by a sudden, unexpected dip into what we call the hell zone. The hell zone is an anxious, semi-agitated state where you're just sort of off for the whole day, and time flows like you're wading through chili, and your hell zone will never sync up with other people's hell zones, and that will always make you feel weird and stressed out. End quote. And that's like pretty much where I'm at. Um, I am very lucky. My sort of inner circle of people has so far been pretty healthy. Everybody's okay. Um, we have sort of the things that we need. I can work from home. You know, my life materially has not really changed that much. I like have always worked from home. Um, but I also just sort of feel like off and weird and agitated and sort of like annoyed all the time. So I hope that you all are doing okay. Um, I hope that the podcast has been a nice maybe distraction from all of that. Sorry to bring it up. Um, we do obliquely reference the pandemic in the in this darkness episode, but only once and sort of in passing. So um, hopefully that's a nice sort of distraction for you. Um, I hope you enjoyed the voice actor at the beginning. That is patron Thomas Beckett's uh, daughter and son. Um, and I, they did such a good job that whole, whole little pod, whole little group of people did such a good job. So thank you very much, Thomas, if you're listening to this, um, this, uh, it was so fun to work with, um, with that tape. So tell Vera that we say hi. <laughs> okay. On to actual episode stuff. So, um, I went back and forth a lot about whether to keep the Zanamia stuff in the episode. Um, obviously I kept it. If you've heard the episode, if you haven't heard the episode, um, I don't know. It's in there. <laughs> you can go listen. Um, so hopefully that wasn't like too much of a tangent for people um, or boring or something. I thought it was really interesting. Um, and I really enjoyed the Brian Merchant piece that I mentioned um, in Vice that sort of has the longer version of that history. So I definitely recommend if you found that interesting, checking out that piece. Um, I actually came across the existence of Zanamia while I was reading this book called 24-7 by Jonathan Crary. Um, and I was reading the book not for this episode technically, 
but instead for research for a chapter of the Flash Forward book. Um, and that chapter is about a future in which we never sleep, which is actually something that we covered on this podcast at the very beginning in the first season. Um, it's called Never Lay Me Down to Sleep. Um, you can go check that out. And there's going to be a chapter of the book about that future that sort of updates that idea. Um, and it's going to be that that chapter is illustrated by Matt Lubchansky, who does all the art for Flash Forward. And they are so incredibly talented. And I'm super excited about it. So I was reading this book 24-7 for research on that chapter. And um, it's pretty short. It's only about like 125 pages or so. And the book actually isn't about lights per se, but it's, it's about capitalism and sleep and the ways in which sort of the economic structures we are surrounded by are constantly eroding our nights and our resting hours in the name of productivity. So you can obviously see how Zanamia fits into that book. And so Query has this little section um, in the book about it. And he kind of doesn't really go into it that in detail, but I read the section and I was like, what? I need to find out more about this weird giant space light. But Crary does point out um, on Zanamia, he says, quote, this ultimately unworkable enterprise is one particular instance of a contemporary imaginary in which a state of permanent illumination is inseparable from the nonstop operation of global exchange and circulation. Uh, in other words, we sort of cannot uncouple lights from productivity because that's sort of the context in which we always talk about them. And even I did that in the episode, right? Talked about how you need lights to be able to keep working. Um, and Crary and Crary kind of questions that, sort of questions why it is that we can't just be. Like, why does light have to mean more work? Um, the book is really interesting. If you're interested in that kind of sort of critique, um, it has some other really interesting bits in it, too. Um, most of it is not about tsunami. Most of it is about other stuff. So I wanted to share with you a couple of other interesting bits from that book. Um, and again, if you are interested in this kind of thing, it is a relatively short book, and you could pick it up from your indie bookstore. So one of the things that I highlighted in the book is this observation that Crary makes about sort of a small linguistic thing that kind of signifies his bigger point and this bigger phenomenon. So Crary writes, quote, One seemingly inconsequential but prevalent linguistic figure is the machine-based designation of sleep mode. The notion of an apparatus in a state of low power readiness remakes the larger sense of sleep into simply a deferred or diminished condition of operationality and access. It supersedes an on-off logic so that nothing is ever fundamentally off and there is never an actual state of rest, end quote. I found that really interesting to think about. Um, there were parts of the book that I didn't totally understand because it's very academic. <laughs> and there are also parts of the book that I didn't enjoy or agree with. But overall, I actually found 24-7 to be super interesting. Really glad I read it. So if you are interested in these sorts of topics, um, definitely check it out from your, again, local indie bookstore or library. Speaking of books, this month's Flash Forward Book Club pick is The Invention of Nature, Alexander von Humboldt's New World by Andrea Wolfe. I have finally started it. I'm about halfway through now, actually. Um, and I admit that I have finally started it. I'm now actually about halfway through. I started reading it on my phone for the first time. I never read books on my phone because it's like, I don't know, I don't want to be looking at my phone all day or more than I already am. But obviously the library is closed and um, a lot of the bookstores are closed. And I decided to try renting it from the library on my library app on my phone. Um it's a weird reading experience. I feel like I never have any idea how far along in a book I am, um, but it's that's fine. Um, so yeah, it's it's really interesting. Um, I admit that like 
reading books is really hard for me right now. It's kind of hard to focus. So in some ways, the sort of one phone screen page at a time is actually working quite well for me because that's a like I can do six or seven pages, quote unquote, on the phone uh, and sort of not not get overwhelmed or sort of not, I don't know, be pulled away by something. So that is uh, how that's going. And the book is super interesting. I didn't actually know very much about Alexander von Humboldt. I was like vaguely aware that he existed and that he influenced a lot of important biologists and um, that Darwin was a fan, but I didn't actually know very much about him himself or his science itself. Um, and the book is super interesting. Um, he seems like a super fascinating guy. So if you are interested in reading and discussing books with us, you can join the book club Slack if you are in the $7 and up tier. Um, there should be a link to that in on Patreon for you. And if you don't have that link, let me know. I can send it to you. You can discuss books with us. It's very fun. Um, and also at the end, as you know, at the end of every month, I try to do an interview with the author of the book if I can. So I've not been 100% successful, but um, I have been able to interview some of the authors as longtime listeners of the bonus podcast already know because you've heard those interviews. But if you're new, just FYI. Okay. What else? Um, there's not actually that much for me to say on this bonus episode um, because mostly I'm working on the big thing I'm working on is the next episode, obviously, but it's a special episode because May 12th is the official five year anniversary of Flash Forward. It's actually exact. So May 12th, 2015 was the day that the first episode came out and it just so happens to line up perfectly with the schedule because these come out every Tuesday, uh, every other Tuesday. And it actually happens to line up perfectly, which is exciting. So, um, so yeah, it's a five-year anniversary, which is um, really wild. Um, I'm still sort of um, in shock that I'm still doing this five years later and that it's working and that you listen to it and people support the show. Um, it's very exciting. So I have a fun episode planned, which you've already kind of heard a little bit about. You got my note about contributing messages. Um, I also asked every single guest who has ever been on the show, which is over 300 people, to send a postcard to the future. I also asked all the voice actors who've ever contributed voices to the show. And um, I got some really good ones from you folks. I got some really good ones from everybody, from the experts, from voice actors. I'm super excited for you to hear it. I'm now kind of working on figuring out a way to cut them all together somehow and put them all together there. I can kind of go two ways. I think I could make it like very straightforward where I'm kind of like, this is so-and-so, this is their message. This is so-and-so, this is their message and kind of like group them thematically or group them in some way. Or I could kind of make a little bit more of like art, audio art, and kind of do a lot more splicing between them and kind of maybe you won't always know exactly who is saying what, but I will have them on the website where you can look up who said what. Um, so I'm kind of going back and forth between the two of them. I might, um, I might do both and just put one in the bonus feed and one in the main feed. Um, I'm also thinking about maybe like making some sort of short little booklet of all of them sort of fully written out. Um, even if I do include everybody and say like, here is this person, here's their message. I probably won't be able to include the full, full message because some people recorded things that were a little bit long and I don't want the episode to be like two hours long. <laughs> um, so I'd probably cut them anyway. So I was thinking about making like a little booklet or a zine, maybe perhaps a small little like magazine of all of the messages um, printed out. Um, and so I don't know, maybe that would be cool. Would you be into that? If that would be something that you're interested in? tell me. Um, because I think maybe that could be something like a fun 
reward for patrons or something like people who've been patrons for um, over a year or something or two years. Maybe they could like get a special thing. I don't know. Still thinking about it. So let me know what you think if you would be interested in a little book of these responses of sort of postcards to the future. Um, I've also been hard at work on the advice show that I mentioned that folks have um, recorded little uh, intros for and stuff. And I think I've showed you the logo twice by accident because I was really excited about it. Um, Thank you to everyone who sent in audio of themselves saying the name of the show. I cut that up and it's really fun. It sounds really cute. Um, I am also getting drafts of the theme music soon for that. And I'm working on sort of the exact logistics of how that show is going to go. Um, just to do some like real inside baseball that you may or may not care about. Um, obviously at some point I will probably want to put ads on that show to support it financially. Um, because this is in the flash forward universe, but it's not a part of this Patreon. As you know, this Patreon is per episode. And so it doesn't actually like the money is used to fund flash forward and not other things. So, For these advice shows, um, I'm going to want to put ads on them for sure. And then the question is like, where do the ads go? Um, These episodes are going to be shorter than flash forward episodes. I think I'm shooting for like 25, 30 minutes. So they're kind of going to be short-ish. And normally you want to have a mid-roll ad, which is the ads in the middle of the episode, right? There's like pre-roll ads, which are the ones that you hear before the show starts. There's post-roll ads, which are the ones that you hear at the very, very end of a show. And then most shows have like a mid-roll that's the sweet spot for advertisers. They really like mid-rolls because like it means you're already listening to the podcast, blah, blah, blah. Who cares? Okay. So for this show, I need to figure out like how do I put a mid-roll in? If it's an interview show, which it is, right? It's like people ask a question and then I bring on a guest to talk about that question. I don't really want to like stop the interview in the middle and like put an ad in. Just like is kind of annoying as a listener to hear. So there, I'm trying to figure out how to do like a natural break in between things. Um, so there's that. I'm also trying to think about like how weird should I get with the show? Um, I've been reading a ton of advice columns to kind of see what I think makes a good advice column and then sort of think about whether that same thing makes a good advice podcast, which are different, but similar. So anyway, just some like general questions, trying to figure out the exact layout for that, figure out the finances for that show. Like, what do I start its own Patreon for just that show or, do I start trying to add it in here? Do I make a new tier on this flip Patreon just for that? Or is that confusing? Anyway, there's lots of thoughts. Um, lots of trying to game it out. Um, I think I might have talked about this last time on the bonus podcast too, because I'm still trying to figure it out. But anyway, that's sort of what I'm up to, drawing out some potential maps and making spreadsheets and doing all that stuff. Um, okay, that is pretty much everything. I told you this was going to be a short bonus podcast, um, but that's pretty much what's going on in the flash forward world. There's not that much extra to talk about. (laughs) I hope you're all doing well. Um, And as always, I will leave you with a little secret. And again, like last week, it is about Animal Crossing and it is this. Uh, We figured out how to change the island song on Animal Crossing and we have changed it to Careless Whisper.